You're listening to the Party Girl Podcast with Chelsea Curtis, episode 121. As I sat down to record this episode, I pulled up my chair, you know, I adjusted the microphone, I fixed the gain and the volume, got my headphones all situated, and I like to sit kind of cross-legged, even though I'm sitting in a chair, and all of a sudden, I just felt my inner thigh of my jeans rip completely open, and upon further inspection, the whole is big enough for me to put like my whole hand through. It's fine. I'm going to call this like the quarantine 15, which is gaining weight during quarantine. uh, Plus like your favorite pair of jeans, just like saying I'm retiring officially. Oh gosh. I am so excited to be here with you today. And I'm really excited to talk to you about this topic. And the reason is because if you've listened to my previous episodes, You know, you know, you know how much I struggle with being a people pleaser. And it's really interesting because I just had this, I mean, all humans, you know, we want to be liked, but I feel like it's not even reciprocal. Like it's just psychologically, I think with um, being kind of like a black sheep or a problem child in my family, I always just wanted to feel good enough and I wanted to be liked and I wanted people to tell me that my work was good, that I was enough, that I was good. And no matter what I thought of it or what I thought of the situation or whatever, you know, I was doing at the time, I could find so many flaws and I would replay not only my own internal dialogue and criticisms, but if somebody said something and I took it hard or if somebody just straight up was mean, I would replay that over and over and over in my mind, and it's taken many, many years of therapy, plus constantly working on it, constantly remembering that, you know what, I need to make sure that I'm aware of when someone doesn't like me and to analyze if it's even worth me spending my time, focus, attention on it. And it's not even just you as a person, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a woman in business, it is so important that you have a solid foundation of why you're doing what you're doing and what your driving force is. Because I want you to know that once you put your workout online, once you start an Instagram account, once you have an opinion, someone is going to disagree with you. Someone is going to say, I don't like that. I don't like you. Who are you to be doing this? You're not qualified. You're not special. You're not talented. And the list goes on and on and on. And so if you've ever been afraid of rejection, if you've ever been the type of person that replays uh, criticisms or negativity over and over and you feel like maybe you need a change, you are not alone, my friend. And I want you to know that there is some amazing freedom and there is something so incredible about coming to the place mentally and in your heart and saying, you know what? I don't care if people like me. I know that my my you know little group of friends, my partner, my you know business cohorts, whatever it is, like if they like me, they know that I'm trying my best. That's all that matters. I think you really just need one person to support you and just to love you. And it doesn't mean that they have to be your parent. Most of the time, 
They're the person that gives you the most complexes. I know that's true in my case, you know, and sometimes there's going to be neighbors or cliques of women or, you know, the mom group at the playground. It doesn't really matter, but sometimes you're going to feel like you don't really fit in or you didn't make, you know, the cut. And so in today's episode, I want to address that. So based on, again, our human need for social connections, our reactions to rejection or negative judgment or sarcasm can really hurt and even cause bouts of depression and overanalysis paralysis, as I like to call it, where you just feel like, I don't want to make a decision right now, so I'm just going to do nothing. And I think sometimes we feel like, oh, I can just put life on pause. I can just stop. And let me tell you, you guys know because I, hello, took a couple months pause during this COVID-19 pandemic, and you get behind. You cannot just stop. The world continues to move on whether you are moving along with it or not. So when you choose to stop, you're kind of slowly letting the current take you back. And you can definitely come back and start working towards it again. But I just want you to know that this is in your control and that when you choose, and again, look at me as the poster child of this, when you choose that you're ready and you choose to commit, get the commitment and do not let anything get in your way, no matter how many times you have to restart. And I feel like, again, I started this business when my daughter was three weeks old because it was an outlet that I needed. And as I've turned it into an actual business that produces income, you know, I realize like, oh, when I'm not working, I don't make money. And how lucky am I that I live with a husband who supports me financially. But if I was the only one, man, things would be different. And I was thinking about that last week. Like sometimes I have these, I don't know, future planning sessions in my mind where I'm like, gosh, if I didn't have my husband or if something horrible happened, like, what would I do? How would I support myself financially? And so to me, it's not just as a a plan for myself in case I ever needed to support myself. It's also to show my children that you can pursue your dreams regardless of if you're a mom or what your situation is. Someone's at my door. I'm totally leaving this thing, by the way. Um, Do you guys remember the episode? Now I have to, now I have to cover this. Do you remember the episode where my daughter's little friend came to play and she rang the doorbell like 15 times? Remember? Commitment, commitment. Oh, those were good times. Good times. Okay. So let's get back into this. What to do when someone doesn't like you. I feel like this could not be again, more true for all of the things going on with coronavirus, just because don't you feel like whenever there's big issues, now, always seems like it's political. Now it seems to be about this coronavirus pandemic. You know, whatever side you're on, however you feel about it, there are going to be people who disagree. And the sad, sad thing about what I've noticed in today's world is it's like if you disagree with somebody, it's almost like we've been taught or conditioned to not like them. Instead of saying, respectfully, I can disagree. Respectfully, I can do my own thing and still, you know, let you do your thing, let you have your opinions, and we can coexist. We don't have to think and feel the same about every issue. I do think it's kind of sad that it seems to be that if you don't have the same ideals, political belief, um, sometimes even religious views, that people want to just isolate you or I or you isolate yourself. Um, and, and have nothing to do with you. So I want you to know that my stance is that I believe we should be able to have conversations. We should be allowed to dislike things. We should be allowed to like things. But 
We can be respectful. We don't have to, to X someone out of our life because we disagree with them. This is not the same as somebody mistreating you or taking advantage of you or being a bad relationship or toxic relationship. Please, please, by all means, X those people out of your life immediately. Okay. So, so the first one is catching yourself reacting defensively or shutting down. So the first step to handling a negative situation or comment or criticism is to recognize your own reaction. Okay. Instead of stuffing your emotions down or overanalyzing them, think about it and ask yourself, like, what exactly am I feeling? That's interesting, right? Like, why am I feeling this way? Is it fear? Are you feeling betrayal? Are you feeling anger? Are you feeling um, silly or stupid? You know, are you feeling humiliated? What is the feeling? And it takes kind of a minute to remove yourself. And instead of just getting defensive or shutting down, which is like a typical thing that I do or beating myself up over and over and over, you know, to stop and identify like what emotion is showing up in my body, um, on my mind, on my heart. And then once you recognize like what that is, you can choose what you want to do next. When I was a teenager, I remember wanting to go out with my friends my parents were quite strict. And I remember saying like, hey, can I go to the movies with my friends? And my parents said no. And every time I asked, the answer was no, 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 no. I literally have no memory, um, not one time of going to the movies with a group of like teenage friends. Okay. Not until I was in college. And I remember asking and just feeling so like, like a baby, almost like, hey, I'm 17 years old. Why can't I go to the movies? And my parents would say, oh, it's not that we don't trust you. It's that we don't trust like the people at the mall. And not even we don't trust your friends, right? We just don't trust like other people. So you can't go out. And I remember feeling like that was such a cop out and that it was really that they didn't trust me. You know what I mean? And they would never say that. And as a parent now, I'm like, oh man, you know, (laughs) the roles are reversed. I'm having to make these hard choices. But at some point, like trust and letting your children grow up and be a part of the world and hoping that you taught them the things that you want to teach them are part of it, right? And so you can protect your children for so long. Um, but for me, it ended up causing feelings of being defensive and feeling like a loss of trust and feeling like I wasn't trustworthy, right? Um, again, a simple example from my life, but it would it co- literally caused me to shut down. And um, eventually it led to me sneaking out of the house, of course, right? Because you're like going to do what you're going to do. So um, I want I want you to ask yourself. So once we've like analyzed the feeling, so me as that 17 year old, if I would have said like, why is this, you know, not happening? Um, could I have, could I have like have determined a better feeling? Like, am I feeling this way because I'm feeling loss of trust? Am I feeling humiliated? Am I feeling stupid that my friends, like they got to the point where they just wouldn't even ask me to go anymore. So then I felt like I was the loser in the group because, well, we're not even going to ask Chelsea to come because we already know the answer is no. And so again, it affected me on multiple levels. And so The next part of this is ask yourself what is true about the situation. When you sense yourself shutting down, when you sense yourself feeling defensive or wanting to push back or be resistive, ask yourself, like, what, you know, does the person that said that mean to you? What's the relationship? Did it really hurt you? Like, obviously, with my parents, like, I wanted their approval and their love and their trust more than anything in the world, right? So it really hurt that they didn't trust me to be in a situation where they couldn't monitor the situation. Because as a 17 year old, I wasn't thinking about it from their perspective of all the bad things that could happen. I was thinking about it like, you don't trust me and you don't think I'm good. And you think I'm going to make bad choices, blah, blah, blah. Right. But really 
if you think about it, there's other scenarios where people online have said mean things or people in passing have, you know, said something behind your back or talked badly about your events or how you're not talented or how you're not qualified to talk at a conference or you're not qualified to have a podcast, whatever. I've heard them all, you guys, you know, think about that insult. Like, what does it really mean? And what are you really feeling? Like if you had a relationship with the person who said it, or if you want a relationship, you might feel betrayed or disrespected or made fun of, you know, your brain is going to work so hard for you to feel safe because that's the natural human condition. And so judgment and a situation of feeling threatened or any possibility of social harm isn't like a logical process for our brain. We react in a totally illogical way because we are going to do either that fight or flight, right? And sometimes it's, it's not taking the time to analyze the situation and like really determine, do I even care about this person's opinion? Now for me, because I cared so desperately about everyone's opinion and wanted to be liked by everyone, it really was an immature place because my logical process wasn't even deliberating. Like, do I even care about this relationship? Do I even care about this person's opinion of me? You know? And now I feel like when I get comments like that, I think like, what was the intent of this comment? Is this a person who's trying to actually give me feedback, even if it's criticism that's constructive? Is it useful information or are they just speaking out of a place of lack from their own life? You know, is this truly to, to cause harm or to hurt my feelings on purpose? Or are they just giving me some thoughts of, you know, like, Hey, have you considered this? And sometimes people's opinions can be taken negatively, but it wasn't their intent. So determining if it is, and, and I learned this from my therapist, like you can actually go the next step. And if you know the person, or if they put you on the spot, you can say, Oh, that kind of hurt. Like, just say the reaction, like, how it made you feel? Oh, ouch. Like, that felt a little abrasive. Like, what do you mean by that? And it it was almost, that suggestion was almost daunting. I remember being like, I could never say that. I could never call somebody out. Like, if they called me out, I can never call somebody out. And I, I would just be like, no, I just, I'm just going to let it settle. Like, I'll just give it a few days. And what happens when you do that is it's obsolete now. Because most of the time, 90% of the time, I'm going to say, maybe maybe a little less. But most of the time, people aren't saying things to hurt you unless they are a very unhappy person. Maybe they're going through their own, you know, struggles, depression, anxieties, whatever. And so that's the way that they know how to react and how to try to, in a very backwards way, make themselves feel better. Um, and it doesn't work. So it's important to, to stand up for yourself and to advocate for yourself and to say, hey, ow, that kind of hurt. Like, what did you mean by that? And then if they reiterate, like, I meant to hurt your feelings. I meant to, to take a stab at you. You know, you could say, okay, cool. And at that point you could say to them, like, I have no interest in your opinion because it's unsolicited and it's not productive. So if you have your opinions, that's fine. Just keep those to yourself. <gasps> what? Who's this? Right? Like crazy, crazy, right? I feel like something very empowering happened to me when I turned 30 where all of a sudden I just believe, like I could stand up for myself. I could advocate for myself, for my business, for my dreams, for my hopes and my ideas. And that I could show up in a place regardless of who was there and say, you know, I have a question or I don't understand this, or I need more context, or I have a thought or whatever. And that if somebody else 
was coming back at me that it necessarily didn't mean that they're trying to hurt me. Sometimes it was a challenge. Like sometimes it was to make me think through my process and make me more convicted in my own belief. So ask yourself, you know, what is the truth about the situation? Often people don't even realize the impact of their words and you will feel so much better when you discover that they didn't even mean any harm and they weren't trying to personally attack you. So like I mentioned in the beginning, obviously if somebody's toxic, you know, it's not, it's not the question of like, is this a disagreement with me personally, or are they just trying to, again, disagree with my idea or challenge my thinking, which I believe is okay. Again, at the beginning, I talked about this. It's okay to have differences in opinion. It's what makes the world a beautiful place. It's really learning to be respectful and to listen when it's time to listen and to speak when it's time to speak. And it, and then just accepting like, again, it's okay if I disagree. It's okay if I disagree. I feel like I even get caught up in this when I talk to people about things politically and I have to just kind of say internally, like, it's okay to disagree. It's okay to disagree, even though it's easy to get fired up. So put yourself in check. But again, if you believe that the person does not like you, that they're trying to attack you personally, and that they're just trying to shoot your ideas down as a way to take jabs at you. Like if they're actually saying, yeah, I think your ideas are crap. I think your business is stupid. I think you're unqualified. You have no business doing this. Okay. Ask yourself, does their opinion matter? Does it even matter? Some people are going to like you, right? Like those people we talked about in the beginning, it's so important to have that little tribe, even just your one person who believes in you and says, you know what? I'm here for you. And I know you can do it because not everyone is going to like you. That's a fact of life. Are you a fan of every single other person? Is there someone that you don't like? And do you think that that person is not going about their day, not going about their dream, their life, their business, because you're not a huge fan of what they do? You know, I'm not a big coffee drinker, for example. And even though I, before Starbucks came out with their, you know, pink, fruity, <laughs> yummy drinks, I never went there. And I don't drink coffee, so I'm not a big fan of coffee. However, despite me not liking them, they've been very successful, right? Just because I don't like them doesn't mean a ton of people don't. And now, of course, like I have my favorite um, passion tea recipe that is from Starbucks. And so I actually go there now that they've expanded their menu and they have different things. But, you know, just because you don't like somebody or their business or you don't care for it doesn't mean that they can't be successful. And it doesn't mean that they need to spend their energy focused on my opinion of them. Right. And so, yes, I could have like stood outside with a, a sign that says coffee is dumb. Coffee is bad. Their coffee tastes terrible. Blah, blah, blah. Just because I don't like coffee. And it would just make me look like a weird, angry, very bitter person. And so again, if you can just kind of isolate that from the personal attack, it makes it a lot easier to just kind of laugh it off and to say, okay, that's fine. You don't have to like me. Not everybody's going to like me and I don't have to like everyone else, right? But we can still be kind and <laughs> respectful. So here's what I want you to ask yourself is, will this person's judgment of you impact your work or your personal life? And if the answer is yes, then you have some internal work to do. I would suggest finding a friend that you can talk to, vent to, maybe even a therapist that you can say, hey, this is affecting me where I cannot focus on anything else. And like I said, because of my background and my relationships, I felt very, very, very um, bound by the thoughts of others and their opinions of me. And I needed more help to work through that because I was immature in my 
development mentally of being able to handle that. And I never learned how to really work through that. And so that's one of the biggest gifts that my therapist has given me. But I want you to know, like, if this person's judgment is going to impact your life and, and your work and what you do, you, you are okay. It's okay to get help for that. But if you already have this skill set where you're like, you know what, I guess I really don't care about that person's opinion of me. And if they don't like me and they feel so strongly against my business ideas or my, you know, political beliefs or whatever, and they can't be respectful if you're being respectful to them, then what can you do to release them and that need to be liked by them or respected by that person? Is it for me? It's as simple as just being like, again, is this the type of relationship that I want to allow in my life? Is this the type of person that's going to strengthen me and give me confidence and give me ideas to bounce back? I don't, I don't want you guys to think that all of my friends think that I'm amazing. Most of my friends give me feedback in a very kind way and say, have you considered this? What about that? Have you thought about this? And I love them for it. I love that. It's not even a challenge that they're thinking through problems with me because they care. They care enough about me and my ideas to have the conversation. So it's important to not get too involved in someone's dislike of you or your business or whatever and to stay as neutral as possible. And most definitely do not get involved in the game of returning the dislike and starting to get defensive or even worse, talk badly to them about the things you don't like about them. That, that was like my main MO if I was comfortable with somebody. When I would fight with my parents, they would say, oh, you're you're not going to do this. And I'd be like, well, you're, you're a bad mom. I hate you. Right? You think about that immaturity level. That's the reason I shared this story is because it, it illustrates how immature you are at that younger age. When you're more mature and you can say, hey, I have the ability to choose who I let into my life and what I do and where I go and what things I listen to and who I listen to. And the more you can come to accept others for who they are and not put too much, you know, stock into what their opinion is, unless you actually care about them, you're going to do so much better because instead of trying to fix them or change their opinions or make them like you, or, you know, try to teach them to be more patient or like, Hey, can can you just hear me out? Sometimes you guys, it's just not going to work and they're not going to change. And that's okay. I think the best gift you can give to somebody is to be kind and respectful and just to, you know, withdraw and be like, okay, I can appreciate you and respect you from over here and I don't even have to like you. And it is the most freeing feeling in the whole world when you are able to dismantle your personal sensor and your personal filter of like, you know, that little radar thing of like, do they like me? Please, please, please. If you just like, I don't even care because I like me, you know, I like the idea I have. And I hope you guys have listened to the other episodes. You know, don't be stupid. Don't think like, oh, because I have this idea and I haven't done any market research. I haven't asked anybody if they would be a customer. I haven't done any sort of surveys or polls or anything. Like, I just think my idea is great and it's great. Don't be stupid. That's stupid, right? Like you need feedback. You need to improve. This is part of business and success and life. That's all part of it. But but what I'm trying to hammer home here is if people are just being mean or condescending or critical just to be those things, you can rise above that by mentally forgiving them in advance and not even approaching what they said and letting it into your heart, into your mind, into your life. And just like forgiving yourself for your stupid things that you say and forgiving other people for mean things or stupid things that they say and not overreacting or even reacting at all with anger or fear or any sort of emotions. It's all going to come down to you doing the best with what you have and asking people 
to meet you at the same place. And if they don't want to, then that's fine. But worrying about if people like you or not is honestly a waste of your most precious resource, which is time. And time is so limited. And and if you um, have had the same thought as me during this whole pandemic is like, oh my gosh, you, you didn't even know like all the things that we were doing and how overburdened, overloaded we were and how stressed out we were. And I feel like there was a different level of stress when all this quarantine happened. But being home and being in your own mind and just being online and not interacting with people, it's making me so grateful for the people that are kind to me, for all of those hugs that I have gotten of encouragement. And I believe in you and you can do it. And thank you for sharing, Chelsea. Thank you for you know being vulnerable and opening up because I want you to know Like you have that same gift within you and by you sharing that with the world, sharing your talents, helping clients have amazing events or putting together, you know, beautiful spaces that that is your gift to the world. And it's okay for not everyone to like it. Again, speak to your ideal customer and they will find you. They will gravitate towards you and they will not only know, like, and trust you, but they'll feel so connected to you that they're the ones that are going to back you up when somebody tries to publicly say something mean. And I want you to, I want you to know that that's honestly been one of the best feelings ever is when I posted something one time and people disagreed with it. And instantly, as soon as that negative comment came up, dozens and dozens of positive ones came back saying, Hey, like if you're going to be negative, if you don't like this, you can just unfollow. It's not a big deal, no hard feelings, but there is no need for you to post here and say something mean just because you want to be mean. If you disagree, if you don't like it, go look somewhere else, block and follow. And as the creator, you guys, you have to be okay. Giving that permission, give people permission to be repelled and give people permission to be attracted to what you're putting out because it's the only way you're going to find your true audience. And once you find those true believers, I promise you, you will start to find the joy that comes of being surrounded by people who actually want to be there and not because you just care about what everybody thinks. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode. As always, if you have thoughts, if you have comments, if you have your own story to share, would you tell me in the comments below? Or if you're liking what you're hearing, if you're inspired by this podcast, would you go on and leave me a review? That is how people find out about this. And that is how I get higher ranking. So it means the world to me. Thank you so much. And I'll catch you in the next episode.